Hi, I'm Ira Joy, and welcome to Dear Future Boss, a podcast about the things I've learned being young, creative, and unemployed. Let's start this episode by taking a moment, by taking a little beat, a breath. Everything that's on your mind right now, let it pass after this moment. This message that you've chosen to listen to, let it be the only noise you're allowing into your headspace. And don't just hear these words, truly listen and understand them. Are you with me right now? Do I have your full attention? As with every new year, I welcome a fresh start, a clean slate. And while 2020 so far has launched me into new opportunities and adventures, I, just like everyone else I'm sure, feel slightly burdened by what's happening in Australia and across the world right now. We're surrounded by so much heartbreak, tragedy, chaos and uncertainty about the future. There are harsh realities. But there is also hope. I've realised that amidst it all, there is one significant factor at play that determines how we move forward in life, and that is our response to the noise. Those who know me know how much I love the depth of the English language, and this word, noise, is what I want to explore today. Noise isn't only the physical and literal sounds that you're hearing right now, It's also a metaphor for the matter that we allow to seep into our minds and our spirits. The energy that consumes our being, sometimes subconsciously. And where does this noise come from? Well, there are two main sources that perhaps are interconnected. There is noise of the world and the noise of other people. The advancement of technology has given us more access to world news and events than we have ever had before. And unfortunately, with the advantages, also comes the oversaturation of knowledge and the hunger for knowledge, which can in fact be detrimental to our mental and emotional well-being. What's the reward for being so informed? Does it lead to positive change or constructive action? Sometimes yes, but also no. Does everything that happens in the world concern us? Of course. But does it serve us well to dwell on things which are out of our control? The noise of the world that I often allow into my life through my phone, computer or TV screen is often noise that leaves me feeling helpless, angry, sad and insecure. It's so easy to fall into this trap because we fear not being in the loop and not knowing enough about what everyone seems to know about. But I've learned that keeping up is not the same as being happy. And isn't happiness a universal feeling that we all strive for? Entertainment, news and social media, whilst being an important part of my work, are some of the noisiest spaces you can find yourself in. You'll likely read and watch and listen to messages telling you that you could do better, that you could have better or be better than what you are right now. You'll hear stories and see images of what happy and successful is meant to look like and you'll draw conclusions about how your life stacks up against it all. And the other key source of this kind of noise are the people around you who might be championing such messages. 
people you might be comparing yourself to, people who judge and criticize and make you feel less than, whether they're people you know personally or people you interact with online. The noise of the world and the noise of other people, it all adds to your internal noise. It further complicates your thoughts about yourself, what you believe in, your goals, aspirations, your opinions, decisions and ideas. It's noise that we don't really need, but that's really hard to switch off. There's no denying the rise in mental health issues over the last few years. And whilst it's a broader topic that professionals are better placed to speak about, I feel it's important to discuss how much the noise of the world affects young people and what we can do to rise above it. At a time when you're trying to figure out your path and your place, where you're looking for direction in your career and creative endeavours, external noise can be one of the biggest distractions to your progress. The standards and expectations of others is the kind of noise we must learn to let go of. To give in to it only leads us to comparison, to self-doubt and insecurity, when the truth is none of it has any real bearing on our worth and value as individuals. Trust me, I know how challenging it is to eliminate outside noise, especially when you're confused about your pathway. You're inevitably out there looking for examples and role models and ideas to inspire your life and help you plan for the future. I've done this and I still do this, but your approach to the search for meaning must start with honoring your uniqueness and owning your truth. So how do we do it? How do we cut out all of the noise thrown at us by a weary world and negative people? How do we fearlessly pursue our dreams without feeling weighed down by problems outside of our control? Deep within yourself, I know you have the answers. You already know the things that make you feel good and make you feel bad, and the changes you can make to get where you want to go. If we're honest enough with ourselves, we can always find the answers. But in case it helps, I have three tips to share. Three strategies that are helping me find peace, balance and clarity amidst the noisiness out there. Three habits that are grounding me so that I can move forward with more confidence and contentment about who I am. The first is this. Consume content intentionally. We are constantly bombarded by an ever-flowing stream of content, especially by news media sites and social media platforms. Every hour and every minute rises a new trend, a serious world event or a social issue, and the tendency in our modern culture is to circulate this content and make commentary about it. We've all fallen into the hole in some way or another, skimming article upon article, tweet upon tweet, scrolling and liking and reposting, feeding off the instant gratification of being up to date with celebrity gossip or well-informed about a contentious political topic. Our time and energy can be consumed in an instant by this kind of noise, distracting us from making progress on the things that really matter, our purpose, our passions and precious moments with the people we love. Choosing to consume content intentionally means that we are not at the mercy of a scrolling culture, but in complete control of what we allow into our minds and our souls. So, review the social media accounts that you follow. Are they ones that bring joy and inspiration, or do they instigate negative emotions? Are you reading articles that truly interest you, 
or just because you don't want to miss out on the latest news? Is Netflix a source of inspiration or merely just a crutch for boredom? For creative people especially, the barrage of content available can become so overwhelming that it hinders us from making our own things. We can fall into the unproductive habit of being passive consumers rather than active creators. So even more importantly for us, we must learn to be more intentional about how we consume, even if it means scheduling specific times to watch YouTube videos or check Instagram, rather than allowing these things to dictate our hours and our days. Furthermore, we must learn to assess the quality of the kind of content we consume. Does what you watch and read and listen to serve you in positive ways? How does it make you feel? Are you following people and brands that inspire you or cause you to think and act in ways that aren't true to who you are? One of our writers at The Mentorship, Gabrielle, has a fantastic blog post about this entitled The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up My Instagram Feed. She writes... Not being surrounded by content that makes me self-conscious and unhappy has meant that there has been more room for creativity, more room for curiosity, and much more room to make sure I'm doing my best to take care of myself. This is a really great read about being more intentional about how to consume content, especially if you're a young creative. The second strategy to start finding peace amidst the noise of the world is to develop a gratitude practice. It's been one of those buzzwords and hashtags permeating the internet over the last few years, but gratitude hit the mainstream thanks to Oprah back in the days of her talk show. I believe she was one of the first notable public figures that championed the idea of a gratitude journal, and seeing how the concept has become so popular is a testament to the power of this practice in helping create a happier life. Amidst the disheartening stories and events that surround us, we must be wary of how much we allow the noise to impact how we go about our lives. Because the truth is, there is also a lot of good news out there. It just isn't always deemed lucrative to report on it as frequently as bad news is. Hence, acknowledging things to be grateful for in your own life is a great place to start if you're finding the outside noise a bit too much. Whether you say thank you out aloud the moment you wake up every day or you write down three things you're grateful for each night before bed, incorporating some kind of gratitude practice will enable you to put your life in perspective. It focuses your mind and your emotions on the good things and from that place of goodness and thankfulness, you can always generate more positivity and progress. There are so many resources available to us these days to help build a habit or routine around gratitude. The company Intelligent Change have a great tool called the 5-Minute Journal to help shift your mind to a state of optimism through a series of short questions to answer each day. There are also smartphone apps for journaling such as Day One that might help you develop a ritual by sending reminders to take a couple of minutes each day to write down or take a photo of something you're grateful for. By completing the sentence, I am grateful for, on a daily basis, in your mind or on paper, you engage in a powerful affirmation. 
It puts you in the position of already having something, which is the complete opposite of the messages we often hear about not having enough or not being enough. In acknowledging something that you do have and being thankful for it, you channel a higher energy that gives you drive to do good things with good intentions. And gratitude with good intentions invites abundance. As Oprah says, When you focus on what you have, you always end up having more. The third and final tip I want to share today to help you quieten the noise and find a sense of calm is to live in the present. It's a common phrase that gets thrown around, to live in the moment or focus on today, but the fact that it is a common saying speaks to the power of its simplicity. The noise around us is often based on dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. We either complain about things that have already happened or fear the things that we assume might happen, both of which do nothing but rob us of the joy that we could be experiencing right now. Of the three strategies, this is the one to start with because it's perhaps the easiest one to start putting into action. It's simply about taking it one day at a time one step at a time. And this goes for anything happening in your life. If you're looking for a job, for example, set yourself a daily goal to send in an application or fix up your resume and focus on working at just that. Then do the same for tomorrow and the next day. Of course, plan for the future, but never rely on outcomes in the exact way that you expect them. Simply do your best in what you've planned for each day on its own living and appreciating each specific moment in time. Noise is bound to come from all directions, from external sources that annoy and distract you and from within yourself internally that pressure and hinder you. Noise is good at doing that because it takes you away from the present moment. It makes you think about past mistakes and future failures when all that truly matters is today. And as the well-known saying by American cartoonist Bill Keane goes, Yesterday's the past, tomorrow's the future, but today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. By consuming content intentionally, developing a gratitude practice and living in the present, we get better at eliminating the noise of the outside world and of our internal doubts and fears. These mindset shifts and positive habits can help create a sense of balance, abundance, and respect for what you have right now, which helps you build positive momentum to pursue what you want. Learning to ignore the noise that no longer serves you brings you closer to embracing your true self and living according to your personal values. It will always be noisy out here but it's the sound of your voice that you should listen to most. Thanks for listening to the Dear Future Boss podcast. To find out more about anything we've referenced in this episode, just check out the links in the episode description. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Dear Future Boss.